Welcome to the News in Cringe. It's Cringe O'Clock, and welcome to Cringeland, in which we are going to have massive cringe. <laughs> and I'm not just saying all that because meme's sake, like, sincerely. I want to talk about the changing of country names, and I'm so sick of this. Changing of country angry. names? Yeah. When some diplomat comes along to the English-speaking world and demands, you must change what you call our country in your language. Oh, right. This is all- That's a bit weird. Uh, I'm going to start just by promoting active measures, just because we're going to talk about the Russians in a bit and the intelligence services that are trying to do this, because, again, they always get involved. If you don't know what I'm talking about, here's a timeline. This is a government website. Timeline of country name changes since 1919. And most of them, like, if you scroll back to the olden days of literally anything before like, the 2010s, it's, oh, the Soviet Union collapsed? Uh, yeah, okay, we'll rename them. <laughs> oh, this country exists because it got independence from us? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll name them the name. Pretty normal stuff. Say their names. You know, there's a change in leadership in terms of like it's a kingdom now or a republic, a republic rather than a kingdom or, or something mm -hmm. like that. That's what the situation always was. But in recent years, I don't know, everyone in the English speaking world, particularly the UK, has been taking happy pills or Down syndrome pills or something. <laughs> because you can see here, this is the, the latest cringe. Okay. India changing its name to Baharat. Okay. That's cool. Indians want to rename themselves in their own language. You want to remove, you know, the Indus Valley's significance in your subcontinent's history for well, thousands and thousands of years. Well, there's an argument. I mean, there's a good argument for India, obviously, which is the Indus River. There's uh, other arguments for the different versions. So, like Bharat, or however you say it, that's the name in Hindi, mm -hmm. which is a majority language. Well, not really majority, but the largest one they use apart from English in India, because of course it's such a diverse place. But they uh, argue in here, I can't get rid of that, but I will. They argue in here, I'll just tell you, that um, why is India changing its name? By convention, invitations issued by the Indian uh, const constellation bodies, constitutional bodies, sorry. <laughs> God, I cannot read for toffee. I have always mentioned the name India in when the text is in English and the name Bharat when the text is in Hindi. However, the invites in English for the G20 dinner called Maru the president of Bharat. Why? Why did the G20 do this? G20 being the stupid meetings that world leaders have. Mm -hmm. Okay? But they decided in the English language to call him Baharat instead of... Indian. I mean, in English, it sounds kind of dismissive as well. Like, it's like, Baharat. <laughs> like, you're scared that a rat jumps out of a bin or something. It's almost like it doesn't make any sense to use a foreign word in the English language. Also, everyone knows what India means, whereas Baharat... Yeah. And it's not it, like it sounds like you're saying Borat in a weird accent. And the, obviously, the English language is very good at picking up foreign words and integrating into our language. Mm -hmm. But why would you change one when it's already there? Like, you don't suddenly start calling Spain Espana to be polite. That doesn't make any sense. I call them the Spaniards. Yeah, we call them Spanish, Spain, French, Germans, mm -hmm. Iberians. Not Deutschland, Francais. We, don't... <laughs> we call them the, the Spanish Germans, do <laughs> No, but I mean the Europeans. Oh, right. I see. Our close neighbors because they're, they're there, they're to hand. I suppose. Deutschlanders. Yeah. Well, you couldn't do that. If the Germans turn around and say, ah, just call us Deutschlanders from now on. Shut up, you're German. <laughs> is the correct response. Anyway, so they say in here, over the years, Modi's nationalist uh, BJP party has been changing colonial names of towns and cities to help India move past its uh, mentality of slavery, is how they put this. I, I can't even... Mentality of slavery? Shut up. Like, I'm what? sorry, but you're not the black slaves of the plantation south. So I, I'm sick of the, the, the in Hindu nationalists, to be frank. But not because I don't appreciate Like You want to be Hindu nationalist in India, go ahead. I, I don't really have a problem with that. You want to do your weird things. Okay, cool. But do not 
then turn around and insist that the West be run along these lines or massively influence our politics to the point of taking over massive positions of power. And then our prime minister spends his time with your president talking about how they're both such Hindu nationalists. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. You wouldn't want to see the reverse. You know, we did it. It wasn't fun, was it? So why would we be doing the same thing in reverse be nice if not? It's revenge. Yeah. Well, if you want to say that that's it, okay, well, then we'll fight you on that basis because that's, that's not something that should be happening. Instead, we should be friends. We should be friends, nationalists, internationally, which is you do your nationalist thing in our country, we'll do it in ours. We can both be very good friends about it. We should be friends, but just very far distance away. <laughs> no more brother wars. That's, that's all I'm saying. Nationalists of the world unite. But that's, uh, that's got to work in a certain way. It doesn't work by colonization. That's the whole point of nationalism. Anyway, but the names of India debate, because this is a, a thing. So this here is, is just the, the Wikipedia list, which is like, yeah, you know, the you know, word India. There's also Bharat, of course. Hindustan, also a popular one. <laughs> We're more popular among the Hindu nationalists, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you can see the Indian oil company. Got different names, different logos, depending on which name they want to pick for whichever operation they're doing. I imagine Hindustan wouldn't be popular amongst all of the Buddhists in uh, India. No, but it is a land which is majority Indian, so there's an argument for it. Um, also, the Muslims of India, not too happy. Well, yeah, they're, they're never happy, are, are they really? No, Sikhs, they probably don't really care. <laughs> they're always pretty Sikh, chill about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Sikhs are probably one of the most laid back. Like that, you never hear of Sikhs causing problems, really, do you? But that's fine. You know, you have this debate in Indian society. You know who shouldn't be involved in that debate? The English-speaking nations, mm-hmm. like us, the Anglo's. Because why would we be involved in this? And under any normal circumstances, we shouldn't. We gave them the best language in the world. That's why we should be involved. No, <laughs> everything should be changed to English. <laughs> no, rightfully, they so. should get their own language and live their own lives in peace and harmony. That's what I want for the Indians. And uh, if they want to speak English, that's cool. If they want to speak Hindu, that's cool. If they want to do whatever else, I don't care. It's your decision, but it's for your lands, not for ours. And this, it, I just no, I'm not interested in this conversation. Foreigners do not get to control what we speak. It is up to us what we speak. And this is why this is a problem because at that G20 meeting. The English-speaking world, in that particular instance, went, oh, I'm very sorry, of course, we'll change it. Mm-hmm. Why? No one else did. No other leader of that meeting who speaks a different language than English suddenly changed the word for India in Italian, Korean, or whatever else. No one cared. It's not like the term India is at all offensive. As I said earlier, just it's Indus. just from the Indus River. Yeah, and this is not new, okay? This, this cringe is not new. You can see here, Myanmar, Burma, the argument about this. Um, the AP writing in here, just to give us the history, in case someone doesn't know. So for generations, the country was called Burma, after the dominant Burmese ethnic group. But in 1989, one year after the ruling junta brutally suppressed a pro-democracy uprising, military leaders decided to suddenly change the name of the country to Myanmar, because they wanted international legitimacy for the, the military junta. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good reason to adopt it, right? Well, if you're the leaders of Burma, yeah, lying. That's, that's We've rebranded our entire country. Good for you is the correct response. We speak English. So we're going to call it Burma is the correct response from the English-speaking world. It's like, um, it'd be like ISIS rebranding to be like, yes, we're actually the super happy Muslim people. <laughs> <laughs> we're not wrong. So um, the, the funny thing in all of this as well is that um, you know they made this stupid front of house argument, which is like, well, we changed the name because it was oppressing minorities by only recognizing the Burmese ethnic group bollocks. They just wanted more international recognition. That's true. I mean, the, the term England comes from the Angles, who are Ang- Anglo-Saxons, and it's oppressed the Celts. Fans of the Burmas. Burma. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 
Anyway, but they say at home, nobody changed. In the Burmese language, Myanmar is simply a more formal version of the word Burma. So they still just call it Burma in their own tongue. Because why wouldn't they? It's just easier to call something. It, it doesn't even matter. Mo- most names, um, although they have some significance, people just call it that out of convenience. So That's they were- how language is used most of the time. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, it's just that they then go on to argue about the the changes and they say, well, then there was a pro-democracy movement and people started using Myanmar internationally, not locally, because why would they? Then there was a coup and now the correct situation, at least according to we place our names based on how much we like your government, is now to call it Burma again because we don't like the, the military being in charge again. This isn't a system of language. Mm-hmm. This is bollocks, <laughs> is what that is. Being like, well, I might call you Burma or Myanmar depending on whether or not I like your government. I do, what? Fuck off. Next countries are going to have preferred pronouns at this rate. Seriously. Like, I've, got, I've got maps to, to play games on. So <laughs> I need country names. And the country name is Burma because that's the name. And, and, and depending on whether or not we like the government, we change it is a stupid system. And no one else in the world seems to do it either. And there's a lot more examples of this. So this specifically seems to be a problem with the English, the Anglos. I, I mean, guess because we're the global superpower, everyone keeps demanding we do things. Uh, now in the Americans, of course, used to be the English one. By that, and you can see here Turkey turning up, being cringe, being like, "Yes, we want to be called Turkey." But huh? it's basically the same thing. Well, so they said this at the United Nations. They want a, a official change of their name in the English language to be Turkey. Turkey. You want to guess what Turkey is in Turkish? Is it Turkey? It's Turkey. No way. So you've already got your wish come true in your own language. This isn't some administration problem. You're just demanding that the English-speaking world change their language. Why? Because I want to. I think I might call them Greater Greece, to be honest, at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just like that's the correct response, which is go to hell. Eastern Roman Empire. Uh, they say in here as well, rather hilariously, the state broadcaster TRT was quick to uh, demand that the name change be made uh, amongst the reason for the, for the name change was that it was associated with a bird traditionally eaten at Christmas. There's not a negative connotation, though. Although Turkey is quite dry. Unless you're literally this moron. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if people have seen this. It's a memory TV meme. Where it's like, the English have a custom. On Christmas, they eat what they call turkey. Imagine they call it turkey, and they serve it as food at their table. It shows the kind of hatred that is deeply rooted in the West. They serve Turkish Ottoman Muslim man as food at the table for entertainment and as a sign that they have slaughtered him. Do you know how hairy an Ottoman man is? I mean, you don't want to eat that. Um, no, but like, obvious crayon muncher. Oh yeah, of course. Apparently the state Turkish government now also have invited crayon muncher to be their spokesman. He's actually the smartest man at memory TV. Don't <laughs> insult him. But it's, it's, again, just the correct response is go to hell. I'm not, I'm not saying whatever the hell you say your country name in your language because I don't speak your language. Also, the, the bird turkey's name pre-exists the country turkey's name. Yeah. You know, the Ottoman Empire was the start of the 20th century. The turkey already existed. Well, so what are we going to do? Call up Hungary. <laughs> Did you know what your name? Yeah, we know. We don't care. We're Hungarians. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not eating crowns. So, you know. we've, we've got to refer to Hungary as well-sated now. Yeah, they're not the only people, though. Of course, we've got the, the, some Eastern Europeans. They want to be called Central Europeans, but I'm not going to do Slavic, so... Shalings frameworks. So you got the Czech Republic. We're like we're Czechia. I just kept on calling them the Czech Republic, even in their own country, and they didn't care. For, for anyone from the Czech Republic listening, um, most of us can't even remember that you're not Czechoslovakia anymore <laughs> because we never think about you. 
Oh, I don't say that. They're That's, all right. No, they're lovely. Prague's great. Don't get me wrong. But truth's the truth. How many people think about the Czech Republic? Sometimes. For, uh, for a stag, I'm feeling feeling fanciful. Literally for a stag do, and even then they'll they'll just talk about Prague. I mean, I went on holiday there this summer, so I thought about them for a little while, especially while I was there. That's that's my point though, which is that it's a holiday destination for us, and so I mean, I mean, Turkey's got some more international prowess than than the Czech Republic, and that's not to diminish it. It's just to say, equally, we're not saying Czechia ever. It's I mean, just, it, it is, sounds stupid in English for one. It makes you sound worse. Mm-hmm. It, it's a smaller word. It's easier to say than Czech Republic, at least. But it also sounds like a baby. Czechia. Czechia. So, no, Czech Republic. It's, it make yourself sound... You sound more respectable with Czech Bohemia Republic. Bohemia is where it's at. That's based. Yes. That's the real one. Mm-hmm. But even then, point being, um, I don't care which foreigner is telling me I need to change the English language. It's not doing it. Go, go to hell. And I'm not the first person to be miffed about this. Um, the eternal doomer, Peter Hitchens, he, he made a blog post about this. For some reason, I can only get it on the archive now, which uh, is a problem with the servers, I think. But he goes on talking here about Beijing and the fact that it's a bunch of bollocks that we call it Beijing. You want to hear the story? Sure. So he says in here, I always assumed this was political in origin, the changing of Peking to Beijing in the English language. That claim that I was uh, about is correct, prena- sorry, the claim that it is about correct pronunciation simply makes no sense. You only need to think about it to see how silly and wrong the change is. We call many foreign capitals by English names, which bear scant resemblance to where their inhabitants uh, call them. Warsaw for Warsaw, uh, Vienna for Vien, uh, Prague for Praha, uh, Dublin for Balahata Kalhid. <laughs> I can't speak Gaelic, not going to try. Not to mention other major cities, which are not capitals, such as Florence for Fienze, uh, Munich for Muharden, or however you say it in German, can't bother. I'm English. The idea of the British ambassador in Paris telling the Ching d'Orsay that they must stop referring to Londres and instead say London from now on mm-hmm. is ridiculous and absurd. I have no um, ill feelings to the French referring us to us as the Anglais. Yeah, why in the English is close enough, and also who cares? If a single human being in British politics stood up and demanded that foreigners start calling us London instead of Londe or Lunde or whatever else, to be to be fair, if someone referred laughing. to me as London, I would <laughs> I would be out for blood. No, but if they if they started insisting, you can't say Anglais, it's England. I mean, <laughs> even the most nationalists among us would look at that man and just be like, "Chill out, man. Like, yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, is it?" The problems at home? Like, it's what's like, going on? It is the preferred pronoun debate, but extended to a nation, isn't it? It's like, we want to be called this. It's yeah. Like, no. It's mad. I choose what I call you. Anyway, so Peter says, uh, well, it turns out he was right to assume it was a political thing, the whole Peking to Beijing situation. Uh, he says in here, Mr. Higgle, who kindly compliments me for being one of the few to hold out against this, says the secret police regime of the CCP began to demand the usage of Beijing in 1979. The New York Times gave in in 1986 followed by most other US outlets. The Guardian finally gave in in 1988, and of course the BBC in 1990. So that late. I'm still calling it Peking because that's the name in English. I've only, I only realized that there was that connection at all it, just now. Like, there you go. This is how these things so, happen. So Peking duck is Beijing duck. Yeah. That, that's way worse. It's always been Peking in the English language. Damn. And none of the Chinese care. It's just the CCP who decided to bully us. And the correct response would have been... <laughs> They say in here that The Independent initially refused to its credit, saying it would not be told what to do by the Chinese government. Eventually, they did give in, though. The London Times held out until 1997, 
when according to the Irish Times, its correspondent was summoned to the Foreign Ministry of, uh, of uh, Beijing, or Peking, <laughs> and told that cooperation would be withdrawn if his newspaper did not adapt and kowtow to the People's Republic's capital. So there you are. I mean, literally, the Chinese government just bullied people into doing it. And that's how the rest of this happens, which is... I, I Imagine if we did the response where we turn around and start bullying people into saying the word England in Sweet. their language. I'm okay with bullying the Chinese. But it's just, it's just stupid and sad. And if an intelligence agency tries to do that to you, why would you kowtow? I mean, literally, he lists a bunch of English media outlets that did this. Mm -hmm. They're the only people who have done it. That's the weird thing. Because if you go to Peking, for example, well, you go to Peking University. Oh, yeah. This is in Beijing. This is a Chinese CCP-run university. They call it Peking University because that's the name. So it doesn't even matter to them. No. And never mind them. Let's check out the Chinese's closest ally in the 21st century. Well, the 20th century, I should say. Soviet Union, Russia. Or you think it's political pressure that made the English-speaking world in the 80s give up the name Peking. Mm -hmm. Well, what do the Russians call Peking? They're called Peking. No way. Yeah. Who'd have thought? And when me and John were in Russia, we stayed in the Peking Hotel in Moscow. Because that's the word. Why have they got a, uh, <laughs> a hotel named after? Because of the strong relations they had with China. Oh, okay. It's in the communist era. It was built by Stalin. It has hammers oh, and sickles okay. all over the damn thing. You okay, that's, not... that's kind of cool, actually, to stay there. My point being, the Peking Hotel in Moscow, that it's a symbol of the strongest possible ties a country could have with the CCP in the time it was the Soviet Union. And even then, they kept Peking. The CCP turned up and demanded to be called Beijing to the Soviet Union. The Soviets went, you know, they eat the crowns. <laughs> Whereas the English-speaking world started going, oh, yes, master. I'm so sorry, master. Yes. I will change it to Beijing. And then all the other examples I've given there, where it's the same situation where the only retards who do it, no one else engages in this. He ends it off with a point here, which is uh, about Bombay. And he says in here that he has a friend who, um, well, hates the people in the West, call it Mumbai. And whenever he says someone call it Mumbai, he cringes and gets kind of angry because there's obviously a political divide about whether it should be called Mumbai or Bombay. And so when the Westerners turn up and side with one side, because that's how the English-speaking world is engaging with this in the modern era. I didn't even realize there were sides, really. Well, then what, what happens? And he points out, well, he, he gets really annoyed because you turn up and then agree with the, as he puts it, the Hindu demagogues who have decided to do that. Whereas the correct response from every other ethnic group in the world that we should follow, and we used to follow, for some reason just don't now, and should reverse that change, is to say, I, um, I don't care. I'm English. That's what we call it. I'm not saying Russia. Bombay, Russia. Is, Bombay is more fun to say than Mumbai. So, there you are. That's, um, that's something that's cringe. And uh, getting sucked into local politics over naming conventions is cringe. Don't do it. Stand by your language, which is, yeah, I call it Peking. It's Burma. It's, uh, you know, I'm not calling it Espana. You're Spain. <laughs> that's how it is. Here, yeah, here. Yeah. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium contents on the site, such as Lads Hour, this one on the Anchai SJW question. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.